Welcome to the Chess My Life podcast. This show is dedicated to those who want to grow as a person, develop themselves in various areas of their life to ultimately become a better version of themselves. We will look at life as a chessboard and through our learnings, we'll make sure that on a daily basis, you're acting strategically, in anticipation and with all resources available. This will ensure that you can checkmate your problems and blockers to ultimately reach out to your goals, dreams and more. I am Sam, your host, and I'm happy to have you on the show today. Hi everyone and welcome to this new episode of the Chess My Life podcast. I hope you're all doing great. So in my post earlier this week, I talked about the three brains that we have, right? And uh, today I wanted to get a little bit more specific um, and also understand why it's important to know those uh, three brains and how they function, you know. Uh, but also I wanted to talk about a fourth brain uh, that I actually discovered uh, recently. But before getting into this fourth brain, I just wanted to recap uh, the three brain I talked about in my post earlier this week on Instagram. And so the first piece of the brain that I was talking about is what we call the reptilian brain. So this is the oldest of our brain. This is the one that helped actually our ancestors to survive. Um, this brain is responsible for basically our core and vital uh, responses like It basically gives information to our heart to beat. Um, it also gives uh, the information for our lungs to function so that we can breathe. Uh, but the important, one of the most important function of this brain is also to regulate uh, the, fight or the fight or flight reflex, right? Uh, you've probably heard about this. Um, this is basically when you're facing um, a situation and you don't have the time to think, but With your instinct, you know if you have to stay here or if you have to basically run away from what's going on. Um, this is basically uh, the one that that makes us stay alive, uh, basically, right? And uh, this part of the brain is actually interesting. It's it's the one that is it's the only one that's ready to use when we're born. So as a child, as a baby, this part of the brain is already functioning, right? So how it functions is that when you walk walking, for example, uh, on the edge of a hill um, and you look down, uh, you have this weird sensation. Uh, and basically, this is your reptilian brain. So this part of the brain is telling you danger, right? Um, you don't have to learn that. Uh, this is something that has been basically transmitted through genetics um, since since the beginning of times, basically. And that's telling you, dude, you should not stay here. This is very dangerous. Um, you, you may actually die, right? So this piece of the brain is keeping you alive and it's telling you, you have to get away. Now, um, for some uh, people, um, the example of vertigo may not um, really say a lot because you don't have vertigo, right? Uh, but I'm sure there are other situations where uh, you can feel that. So, I don't know, being close to a fire, you know, doesn't feel, doesn't feel right. doesn't feel like you should get closer. So your brain is telling you, no, 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 just get away from that, right? So again, reptilian brain. Now, the second part of the brain is what's called the limbic brain. And this one is a little bit more advanced because um, this one is actually um, allowing us to record um, events in our lives, so the memories, But most importantly, um, it can actually track the emotions that you were feeling during those memories, right? So what, what, what it can tell us is that um, 
it has a high influence on some of our actions because basically what will what will happen is that based on those records um, the brain is going to tell us to do this or that so it's it's not the same thing than the reptilian brain where there's no thinking it's just a, a signal descent like you know danger life or death um, the limbic brain um, is going to use our history our memories records um, and the emotions associated to actually tell us what to do we basically if we follow this brain, we're basically acting based on emotions. Now, I'm not saying this is always right or wrong, but this is, um, this is how it functions. So let me give you an example of this one, um, simple example. So when you were a kid, as far as you can remember, uh, when it was uh, your birthday, for example, or Christmas time, uh, you probably got um, presents, right? And... What's, what happened is that the first time you had to open the present, you had to, you know, remove the, the paper that was uh, wrapping the, the gifts, right? And so your brain is going to remember that when you're opening a paper with a gift inside, this is a good feeling because you're going to get something that you really wanted, right? Well, hopefully. So... What's happening is then whenever you will have to, uh, or whenever you will see a gift, you will get excited and your limbic brain is going to tell you, hey, something's good going to happen. You have to unwrap this gift, right? You have to do that. So I know it's a simple example, but just to give you a little bit of understanding. Another example how the limbic brain functions is, is an example of, <laughs> of my childhood. So you know how it is at school um, when, you, when you're a kid the teacher is asking a question and then you have to raise your hand so that you can answer the question, right? And when you're a kid, um, anything that you want or everything that you want is to actually, you know, uh, answer questions from your teacher. So what happened for me is that um, I raised my hand um, to a question, which to be honest, I can't remember, but I have a vivid souvenir sort of like of, of the emotion I felt at the time. So basically, teacher asks the question, I'm so happy because I have the answer. And then I give my answer, but it's the wrong answer. And so that's okay to give the wrong answer. I wasn't um, sad about that. But what really triggered me was the fact that when the teacher said, no, Sam, this is not absolutely not the right answer, uh, my, my schoolmates starting to uh, laugh a lot. And that's when I felt a lot of a lot of emotions. And as you can imagine, not like happy emotions, more like um, shame, um, sadness and stuff like that. So what happens is that now or now I'm, I'm getting better, to be honest. But um, years after, I had a hard time to raise my hand and give an answer just because I was afraid to get this feeling again, you know, because my brain was telling me, don't raise your hand. You're going to give a wrong answer and you're going to feel sad and ashamed. The third part of the brain is what's called the neocortex brain. And this is the newest um, part of the brain. Why the newest? Because this is the one that's um, developed in the human beings um, at the last stage, I would say. And this is what we call the rational brain. Um, this is the home of our reasoning, our conscience, um, abstract thinking even. Um, and this part of the brain really matches uh, during our adulthood. And this part of the brain really uh, makes the difference between um, human beings and other animals um, on Earth, right? Because we are the only animals, or so I think, um, able to have um, 
self-conscious, um, for example, you know, we know that we are. Uh, but also one of the important um, thing of the neocortex brain is the abstract thinking. So we can imagine things, you know, we can sort of like think about the future before it happens. Of course, we cannot predict the future, but we can think about it. So we can anticipate, um, we can uh, make plans. And this is the part that's super helpful when you want actually to uh, build your, your life, right? Or um, reach your goals. So this is the neocortex brain we're using for that. Um, this is basically um, the brain that's helping us making decisions, but rational decisions, right? We weigh the pros and cons, um, and then based on that, the brain is telling us, okay, go for it, or just don't go for it, okay? That, that's pretty much it. And as you can imagine, uh, now that I've talked about those three um, pieces of the brain, uh, you, you probably uh, are more inclined to understand why we should be using the neocortex brain, right, when we're making decisions. So the reptilian brain, again, we don't even have to think this is just happening. Uh, this, is, this is just our survival instinct. So nothing we can really do about that. Now, the limbic brain um, is making us um, take decisions in a sense, but based probably most likely um, on wrong beliefs. Not all the time, but we need to actually accept and understand the fact that most of the um, emotion-driven decision we make are based on what on something that happened um, in the past. So really on, on your day-to-day -day life, what you need to, to use the most is the neocortex brain. Easier said than done, but this is just my, uh, my own advice. So now that I've talked about those three um, brains and that I've explained that um, most important piece of the brain we need to use the neocortex one, you probably wonder, but what's the fourth one, right? I'm a very analytical person. That's probably why I didn't discover this one um, earlier. Uh, but this is your heart, guys. Um, and uh, I know it may sound strange, but uh, the interesting thing is that heart and brain are really connected. They are actually strongly connected. There are some studies uh, that have shown that, for example, when you're stressed, um, the heart and the brains are emitting um, spikes. You know, if you look at the EEG and the EKG, right? And when you're stressed or, or in an emotional distress, um, those spikes are like really going crazy and they are totally misaligned, right? Um, now, the other thing that studies have shown is that when you're calm, um, both lines are pretty much, I would say flat, but not necessarily flat, but you know, flatter, let's put it this way. And most importantly, they are aligned. So. When you are in a state of calmness, um, your heart and your brain are aligned. And this is really important because what does it tell us? Um, it tells us that when heart and mind are aligned, you are not mired um, in emotional decision-making anymore, right? Because uh, during stress and negative emotion, when the heart rhythm uh, is erratic and disordered, um, the, the neural signals that are traveling from the heart to the brain um, are basically blocking the neocortex part of the brain. What does it mean? It means that you cannot make a rational decision, right? So this really, this is limiting our ability to think clearly. So, so what we have to do, aligning our heart and our brain. The heart um, is basically gonna um, give a, a, a signal to your limbic brain telling, telling him, look, what happened was in the past, um, this emotion that you felt is not necessarily what you're going to feel. So take a step back, 
and let the, and let the neocortex brain make this decision, right? Don't make a decision based um, on your past emotion. That's very important. How does that work? Um, if, you, if you remember um, taking the stage, let's say, uh, in your classroom, for example. So you would go in front of the classroom. Um, I don't know, in, in, in my school, what we had to do from time to time was to learn a poem. So you would go in front of the classroom and then you would just have to, to say it uh, in front of everybody. And of course, um, most of the time you, you, know, you, you, you miss a phrase or you miss a word and stuff like that. And so you see people laughing again, you know, I think that there's a problem with me and, and, and people laughing in my, in my classroom, but um, maybe I'll talk about that uh, in a later episode, but let's get back to the, to the example. You're going in front of the classroom, you telling the poem and then you're missing a word or a sentence and then, you know, people are starting to laugh. So what does it say um, in the future? So in the future, whenever you have to speak in public, your limbic brain is going to tell you some why are you doing that? You know what's going to happen. You're going to miss a word. You're going to miss a sentence. You're going to say some bullshit and everybody's going to laugh and you're going to feel so bad, man. You're going to feel so bad. So just don't do it. You know, just don't, don't, don't speak in public. This is not you, right? So that's how it would work if you're not listening to your heart. If you're listening to your heart, um, basically what's going to happen is that the heart is going to take control of your emotions because you're going to be calm, you're going to be um, in, a, in a good state uh, because your heart is telling you that this is what you want to do. You want to have this speech. Um, maybe it's a presentation at work. Maybe it's a, a class that you're giving, whatever, you know, but you want to do that. This is something you want to do because you like to teach to people. Um, you like to share your knowledge and this kind of thing. So be at peace with that. Your heart is with you. Your heart is telling you that this is what you want to do. And the emotion that you're going to feel is going to be great because you're going to be sharing knowledge. And it's shutting down the limbic brain, telling you in the background, you're going to mess it up. You're going to mess it up. You're going to feel bad, right? You need to shut this down. So with your heart, you can do that. And then what happened is that the neocortex brain is going to take the lead again. And it's going to say, hey, this is good. I know what I'm talking about. You know, this is what I want to do. Only pros. No cons, so I can just go for it. So I know this example um, is, is probably not uh, speaking to everybody, but I think the most important thing is that, especially if you're an analytical person like me, where you're always like in your mind and, you know, like, oh, but this is going to happen, this is going to happen, this is going to happen. I mean, you don't know what's going to happen really, right? Um, and uh, if you're only using, the, using your limbic brain to remember you know, what happened in the past and make and be sure that it's going to happen again. This is not going to work out. So listen to your heart, be calm, be quiet, uh, be sure that you're aligned with your emotion and then you're going to be aligned with your brain. And if you do that, you should make the right choices and you should actually enjoy your choices. So I hope this episode was helpful um, and that now you know um, that you have actually four brains um, and that you are going to use them wisely. Thanks, guys, for listening in this latest episode of the Chess My Life podcast. Really hope you enjoyed it. And I also hope to see you in the next episode. In the meantime, if you want to get in touch with me and work with me, please visit my website, www.chessmylife.com or email me at sam, S-A-M, at chessmylife.com. I also have an Instagram account, Mr. Maslux, M-R underscore M-A-S-L-U-X, Mr. Maslux. And please, do yourself a favor and don't forget to focus on your strategies.